Welcome back to the IC Pixels podcast. This is Anthony. And this is David. Um, hope everybody's doing okay, <laughs> all things considered. Um, yeah, happy uh, Blackout Tuesday or whatever it is. Oh, I must have missed something. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're not supposed to... You're supposed to post a black picture on Instagram and something else. I I haven't I don't be paying attention to the news recently because I don't want to. But um, yeah, I guess you're, it's I think it's like you just black people don't spend any money or something like that. But I have to mail this package, and so uh, yeah, yeah. I don't USPS know. USPS is going to get this money. These I don't I don't know. I'm conflicted about some of these movements, and it's like. Wait, so I just post a picture? What does that do? I don't know. Um, yeah, uh, all it does is uh, support Facebook. Yeah, you're... I don't... Yeah. I don't yeah, know. If you really want to... Uh, of course, you can, you know, stop spending money or supporting businesses and stuff like that. Obviously, that's fine. Well, I gotta pay for rent, so... Well, yeah, but I'm saying, like, you could also... <laughs> well, you could probably get away with not doing that because of COVID, but... Um, <laughs> if that doesn't work, blame it on... <laughs> <laughs> I think it's so. We got it two things like, going on. Which one you want? Either way, you're not getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was gonna say it seems like. Well, I guess there's two different things. It seems like um, it's become like tr- not necessarily trendy or popular, but somewhat trendy and popular with certain groups to be the the woke company or the woke organization yeah, race so to, race to be up first get it yeah so i you think that there, that? Are, oh, there are some uh <laughs> people that may not even agree with what's going on or agree with the situation but they're gonna they post up yeah. their image and they know they have to do this because uh they know who their base is and they know who their customers are so that, that's that's one thing and i think social media leads to that because everybody can see what you're doing but yeah you know if you change the dynamic so that hey let's just not like with the blackout tuesday whatever let's not spend money but we don't have to post anything on instagram to say that yeah you could just not do it it's i don't know there's a couple of thoughts like i noticed there's a i've noticed this with protests and stuff like that it started out it's like oh something happens people go out and protest then it gets serious and then like crazy stuff happens and then it goes into a phase where all the influencers are suddenly out there for photo ops mm-hmm. and then it turns into like oh okay well, let's just do something on Instagram and then it just fizzles from there yeah and that's like the the life cycle of it um once you get your know. photo op off, what else is there? To, what else do we need to do? Yeah, I mean, and I'm not saying that people don't care, but it, it, I can just, I just saw a trend. I noticed it yesterday. It's like, all right, so people are going out there for like, you know, they're doing a Takashi and showing up for like five minutes and then taking a picture and then rolling out. It's like, oh, I just need a picture. Let me get up here, take a picture in front of the police. Okay, now I'm gonna go now. Bye, guys. <laughs> I mean, I don't know that that's what's happening. Just that's what it feels like after a while, because it seems like everybody's trying to get their their picture picture off, or yeah. like recording themselves doing. Like I saw people. I mean, that was a little bit that was different kind of situation, but a bunch of people recording themselves kicking a cop car or something like that. And it's just like, man, you just want this for your 
for your IG or whatever. You know, maybe not your IG, but you're just recording it so that you can say you did it, but it's like missing the point or I, I don't know. I just, and the other thought I was having, um, not to stay on, we don't have to stay on this too long, but like, I just think that there needs to be a way to evolve the protests and things like that that isn't so susceptible to people co-opting it and mm-hmm. to being it being misused by well yeah people co-opting it and um you know and opportunists opportunists um that can well, yeah, just, and also people misuse it or misrepresent what happens and say oh they were out there looting and stuff like that so yeah if you if you do it in a way that it's hard to uh it's almost impossible to uh discredit then yeah. that's good and it's also i think there, there's always going to be bad bandwagoners yeah like no matter what you do if you let too many people know which often happens there's always going to be someone who's going to jump on the bandwagon for the clout and with not their own, for the yeah. care people with their own agendas and stuff like yeah it's i don't I mean i don't know what the answer is it's just something i've been thinking about it's like there's something's got to change because yeah people are figuring out like oh good they're gonna do this okay well let's leave some stuff out so that they can do it and like then there's just the random people that just want to go break stuff yeah or the people that just want to go out and it's like oh here's my opportunity to have my little race war i've always wanted so yeah it's just it's I don't know. It's a wild time. I mean, but to close out that part, I would just say, you know, take care of yourself. I mean, yeah, I, I can't say I have a, I've been off social media. I'm on there, but I really try to monitor it. I don't. I get on there just kind of, probably out of a habit, and then I try to. I end up getting off because I just. It's just, it's just too much. You got to maintain your own sanity. Um. Yeah, I haven't been on kind of the last two days because. I'll go on and I'll post something I wanted to post and then I may look at a specific hashtag that I care about but yeah. I'm not looking at just my feed because it's all doom and gloom or like cloud chasers like you said or others. Not that people in my feed are cloud chasing but it's just a lot of argument and stuff like that that I, I don't care about. Um, and yeah, it seems like a lot of it is the internet. <laughs> like a, a, not necessarily a competition but it's like who can come up with the best uh meme not necessarily a meme but you know the thing the most compelling images of what's going yeah. on to get your attention and that's fine uh to get the attention of people who aren't paying attention but at some point it, it's like okay there, there has to be more to this than just capturing images like there's actually people out there doing stuff and trying to you know change the situation um we can't all just be there trying to photograph it the first one to have a <laughs> see it feels like years ago when we we talked about that around like uh, when Kobe died yeah that, that years ago <laughs> like I saw a meme about it it's like how old were you when Kobe died <laughs> it's, like, it's like oh my goodness well, it does seem like uh, this has been the longest decade this year yep March was a long month I mean long year and it's just uh, oh, I just I don't know. It's crazy. But speaking of crazy, I, I don't. That wasn't a clean transition. <laughs> what, what was the topic we were talking about today? So, um, I guess I wanted to talk about um, I guess 
it's kind of around stereotypes but not exactly so as a black designer I've been hired by people of various hues to do stuff mm-hmm. um, so I guess let's start with the black people I've hired, been hired by black people to do stuff and sometimes not I don't want to make a blanket statement about anyone but no for all black people <laughs> so all black people want uh, designs that look kind of like club flyers um, but and white people want no. and white, <laughs> your comic view comedian uh, I mean whatever what's the comic view yeah, never yeah. Right. anyway go ahead um, so basically I've had an issue where uh, some people black people will and, and some white people who work with black people or support uh, service a black crowd I've had issues where uh, you know they'll want something designed and their only view of what they think will work is something that's like a club flyer with bright colors and literally looks like a club flyer but it may not even be a club that I'm designing for I've done stuff like for restaurants and for uh, churches and things like that and they still want that club flyer style with kind of a dark background mm-hmm. and maybe like some woman on there stuff like that and it's like you know you don't for have a to church do this. flyer even uh, <laughs> I, yeah I want to say I have done that on a church flyer it wasn't like as sexy as like a club flyer but it, it was same it was like don't do this you shouldn't be out here looking at this <laughs> don't go Come to, to the club dressed like this world girl but uh <laughs> and then I've had other situations where basically like a white client or a, uh, a other client has asked for something to be designed and they you know they come to the table with the expectation that basically we're going to have all white people in here you know or like the generic picture like 79% white people one Asian person one black person and one uh, racially ambiguous person and then you know that's what's going to work for our design mm-hmm. and so I wanted to talk about kind of how if and how you would go about kind of changing these people's perspectives so they can see that something different can work. I'm not saying that uh, if a white person go, comes to you, you should try and convince them to get a club flyer style design or bright colors yeah. and like a more what quote unquote black design or that you should necessarily convince black people to get a white design. But what I try to do um well, and to be mm-hmm. clear, black and white designs, that's, yeah, that's not kind of really not what realistic. it is. It's kind of like, I would almost say it's it's more genre-based, almost. Kind of. But yeah, I know, like, in, there was an episode probably like a year or two ago where we talked about how, like, people make assumptions based on who you're trying to appeal to, like... If you're appealing to the quote-unquote urban community, which means black people, Hispanic people, and maybe some other people, then you're going to have like that whole hip-hop urban style, people in the corner, mm-hmm. baggy jeans or tight jeans and like sports clothes, like sneakers, graffiti, like all that yeah. type of stuff goes with that genre or that kind of group. But I think that it's interesting and worth it to try and uh, switch the narrative and not necessarily design that way for those that people that group because just because um, you're from there doesn't mean that is what you want to see you know what I'm saying yeah 
Yeah, basically, like, you don't have to, I mean, because it could be the same way if you do it for some kind of super corporate company. It's like, you all don't have to have this super polished look. You can actually do something that connects more with people. Because, I mean, that's the same way, you know, you would look at something, a super polished company, and you look, oh, they definitely don't care about me. They definitely don't care about what's going on, you know, whatever in my life. I don't feel like I could call them to talk to them about anything. I don't feel like they would care versus a company that tries to make an effort to connect with people and stuff like that. And they do that through their design. So it's not super polished. Well, I think like um, there are ways and this is basically as a designer, you have to kind of con- explain this type of stuff to people or kind of lead them in that direction via the, the, the like the mock-ups or the designs you give them but i think like even for like let's talk about the corporate thing if you're a corporation and you have a very clean like understated design style that's fine nothing's wrong with that but i think you can do some things to connect with the quote-unquote urban culture without like the blacks <laughs> without going all the way in on and switching your design style you know what i'm saying yeah, so it's the, the comes off fake. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a way to do it naturally. I mean, and that's yeah, and that's when it comes down to a good designer that can guide them in that way. And well, and on the other side of that, like what you were talking about, is I think people can somehow. I mean, they do it in all levels or genres or industries and stuff like that. They get pigeonholed into one area and think they can instead of saying, it's, "You can do it to yourself." I'll say this: You can do it to yourself. Say you're, I'll just talk about what I know. You're, you have a black business and you automatically have these stereotypes about your own people Mm -hmm. and you cater your design to To your own people or what you think is your own people. Yeah. Instead of being like, well, you know, they may listen to three, six. I'm date. That sounds so dated. I needed a better, whatever. They listen to juicy J. (laughs) 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 <laughs> they may listen to No Limit Soldiers, but <laughs> I'm sorry. They, uh, this is just getting they worse. They may lo- listen to uh, Grandmaster Flash. <laughs> <laughs> like wait, they may be listening to their LL Cool J, but <laughs> to the Snoop Diggity Dog. Um. <laughs> We're not that old. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, uh, that they may, but yeah, there's plenty of people that listen to. Here we go. Migos. Uh oh. <laughs> that just that just sounds updated stupid. reference. <laughs> like the Quavos, the offsets when they take off to work. Get it? No, no. I mean, there's there's people listen to trap music on their way to their corporate job. That's what I'm trying to say. Um. So you don't have to always assume the worst about who you're trying to cater to i don't like that i, mean, I don't and, like the word the worst but uh it's no i'm saying you don't have to assume well yeah maybe not the worst you don't have to i think some people try to dumb their stuff down too much and it it's kind of in a way insulting to I don't like people. saying dumb themselves down either. <laughs> well, tell Lupe that. No, so so I I agree with what you're saying. I think some of the terminology could be deemed as offensive or like why is it got to be like, dumbing it down to 
is some of my best friends are black. But I guess what I'm saying is, um, I agree with you that some people, a lot of organizations, <laughs> a lot of organizations will design to what they assume to be the current status or current surroundings of the people they're advertising to. So like I talked about earlier, we're going to have bricks and graffiti and uh, hip hop style things, whatever hip hop style means. But like they're going to kind of design to that what you would call a urban inner city style. But that's where like if you think about uh, like a company like Polo that I don't think had any interest per se in the inner city at all. But it became aspirational for a lot of people because they were like, "Ooh, I like that because I like the style and everything. But I also I want to go skiing yeah. one day or I want to sit on a horse or whatever. I don't know. Whatever. They they just saw it was a cool style. It was clearly not intended to for them, but it was something they wanted to do. And so it became aspirational. And so that, I think, works as well. And it's it's kind of more nuanced design because I think that will also uh, can also kind of make people be willing to pay more because you also think about like like yeah. Louis Gucci uh, whatever the Balenciaga all of them none of them design or advertise for us Gucci oh, not, that, not that one sorry at all like if you look at their ads they're not talking <laughs> to us at all but it's just an aspirational thing like oh I wish I had that well they did have Gucci in a Gucci ad yeah but so I mean that's an again but did they that's now did they switch everything before. up did they switch the design style up to get Gucci in there no no and so that's that's a way you can do it like if I if my design style is very clean and simple or whatever like whatever you call what Gucci does that's fine yeah. but oh we're gonna throw someone that they know in this ad or we're gonna throw a, just throw a black person or a, a Asian person or an Indian person or, or a but they'll put them in their environment. Yeah. The environment of their. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so that's something I've tried before was, you know, just, okay, I see what style you want. I'm going to design it that style, but there's only going to be maybe one white person in this design. And if that makes you uncomfortable, then there's a bigger problem. Yeah. Yeah. I've toyed with that, like really, <laughs> I've caught myself as like, wait, did I put too many black people on this? <laughs> <laughs> or, I don't know, on the other side, it's like, man, did I put too many women on this? Am I just looking through stock photos and I'm like, oh, yeah, she looks good. I'm going to use her. Like, am I doing that too much? I've been so self-conscious about doing that sometimes. Like, let me let me go look back at, you know, what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Maybe that's a different conversation. <laughs> But no, I, I agree with you. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, I don't mean it to. I'm not trying to sound like I'm talking down on people, but I people are. I think if I don't know, I don't know how to say it. You, it's. I think it's fine to bring your vision to people that may not have the same vision as you, and maybe you can like convince them of your. You know, if you think something could be done better, then sure, help them out. Yeah, but don't think that you have to play in the same field. I mean, because I mean, you're 
you know, it's the same way if you're designing for anybody. They come to you with an idea that isn't great. And then you need to guide them. Then, yeah, you need to guide them because that's your job as a designer. You, this is your, you're professional at this or whatever. So, don't you know? I think it, you're insulting people by only doing the minimum of what they're asking, if they're, especially if they're not asking for that. Because I, I don't know. I feel like I've done that sometimes. Somebody asks me to do something. They don't really give me a lot of guidance, and I just assume a lot of things mm-hmm. about them. And then design something that I don't really like, and I'm like, uh, I was just scared to ask them what they really wanted. I've done that before, <laughs> where I made assumptions, and then the person was like, no, no, no. I wanted, like, I'll, I'll design it. It's a black person. I'll design I mean, it. They'll come back to you like, why are some... I've done stuff where, like, it's a black person, so I make assumptions. Like, oh, you want a club flyer? Okay. Club fire, here it is. And they're like, no, 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 no. Can you give me a simpler something different? And then I'm like, oh, <laughs> I should have asked you. <laughs> and so I had to redesign it. And then I find out that they're open to a lot of the more, not cutting edge, but like more different experimental stuff that I would have tried. What you trying to say? Uh, something offensive and wrong. Black man, <laughs> but so the other point I was gonna make is that it, it it's very good, in my opinion, especially if you're. So for me, like we've talked about in the past, a lot of my clients come from word of mouth, so that also lends itself to a lot of my clients being in some of the similar circles, both racially, ethnically, all, all in all those ways. So. If I don't want my portfolio to all look the same or very similar, then I have to push each client kind of different ways, like to what I'm feeling like doing at the time. Not kind of not like blindly ignoring what they want, but I kind of have to push them a certain way so that I can uh, get some diversity in my portfolio. And it's not all a bunch of the same stuff done the same way, done in a similar way. I mean, the, the sad thing is that you will get a lot of people that uh, if you're getting through word of mouth or referrals, you will get people that say, yo, you designed this thing for this person. I need something like that. And then you're like, OK, yeah, let me tell you, here's what I can do. But it ain't going to be just like that. I need to switch it up so that I don't have a bunch of the same thing in my portfolio. Maybe we should write this down for a future topic. Um, the thought of that is just thinking it's like. Do you have a definitive style for yourself? Don't answer that now. We should talk oh, about that. Oh, the answer is no. <laughs> okay. okay. And that's that podcast. Yeah, we can record that episode uh, right after this one. It'll be short. <laughs> we'll, just, we'll just cut it. Just cut it from this. Just put no. And then thanks for listening. <laughs> but, um, no, I, 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 yeah, I completely understand. I mean, I've, What's funny is that at work, somebody actually told me, this is white people told me I need to put more diversity in what I was designing. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) was it you had too many white people or what? Um, I think it was because we're trying to use internal stock, like internal people in photos. And sometimes it's the same people that want to be in that will agree to take. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's literally the same people all the time, and so they end up on the website a bunch of times, and it just yeah, it's like all right, uh, can we get some color, please, or just somebody different, please? 
But it's it's kind of hard sometimes. Film people are just are difficult yep. about taking pictures, especially internally, and so you just end up with the generic stock photos. And I don't know. It's it's the way it is. So, um, but that thought was funny. Somebody telling me to. I mean, they were joking, but they were telling me to be. I'm not being diverse enough. In my well, design. I think that that goes back to kind of <laughs> kind of one of the things we kind of started out saying was sometimes you make assumptions. And I've definitely made the assumption that, like, oh, you're a white client? Okay. I'm going to send you all yeah. the whites. <laughs> like, all the shades of white yeah. are going to be on here. And it's going to be, like, a really, like, a design that I think you would like. But yeah. I didn't ask the questions. And so I've gotten that where the person was like, yo, what, uh, can I have some diversity, please? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> my bad. Oh, my bad. I, th- I thought you, oh, my bad. It's <laughs> basically I, I did one where I was like a subcontractor to this organization. I know most of the organization is leadership, at least the people who were going to approve the design were white people. The person asking me for the design was a black person because she was like a, on on designer on the team. She needed help, yeah. so I put something together, and she's like, "No nah, diversity." And I'm like, "Oh my bad, <laughs> I, I made a bunch of assumptions." Oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> Like, no, we got a black person over here. See, there's a black woman right here. If you look in the background, she's over here sweeping. She's a, she's a little out of focus, <laughs> but she's right there. <laughs> yeah, it. I've I've done things like that, overcompensated, thinking like I need to cater. I mean, it. I haven't mm-hmm. done that in a while, but it is something that I think a designer can fall into, where you you fall into your own stereotypes about people. About your own people, about what other people think. I mean, I think, I mean, like you were saying, you just need to take the stance. Like, if they got a problem with you putting people of color, or, I mean, this is a, I don't know, I don't want to go too far into that, but maybe you don't want to work for them. You just got to make that decision. So the the way I try and handle it now is I don't ask about, uh, I don't ask about race or anything like that. When I'm talking to people, I will ask them, so who are you trying to appeal to? And I'll ask them, yeah. like, uh, you know, if there are images that need to be included, like, okay, so what, um, I guess, what What do you want the person to be doing in the picture? So you need a picture of a person doing what? Or you need a picture of a person from this profession. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's enough for me. I don't need to know their race. Um, a lot of times people... No, well, I mean, important. a lot of times people won't say the race, but they'll say what they want the person doing, and then uh, that, yeah. and then the limitations of stock photos will force me into one way or another. But um, I try and ask those type of questions, and not so much about race. And the same thing about like uh, a lot of times, I try not to ask for, "Hey, send me an example of what you're looking for," because then that immediately pigeonholes me or makes me kind of think, "Oh, this is what they want, so I'm going to design this way." I usually say ask like yeah. ask more questions but no not like please send me what you exactly what you want because i want to be able to use my creativity to make the thing that i think will work best given what you said uh a lot of times what you think yeah. will work best may not be what will work best because i've had people come to me and basically they want a keyboard operator and they're saying okay i know exactly what i want here it is i need you to duplicate this I can do that, yeah, but that can't go in my portfolio. 
and so I yeah. may I've worked with people like that a few times but a lot of times I end up trying to convince them like to change up to, to allow some flexibility and say you know why don't we change this or that or whatever it is and and then it, at some point it gets to the point where I'm able to actually say okay now I can show somebody else this without being obvious that I just copied something yeah and that's a I just forgot it. I had another topic idea. Another one word episode topic idea. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot it. I lost it. But um what are we what are our conclusions of this? Um I say don't make assumptions is the biggest I mean, one I can think of. Don't assume that a certain person is gonna want a certain style. Yeah. And don't be scared to you know, there are there are lines and things like that, depending on who you're dealing with, where you could be, I don't know, you got to decide where you want to be. Because there are things that you could do as a designer, things you could put on <laughs> stock photos or things you could use that could really throw mm-hmm. people the wrong direction. I, I'm not going to tell you what those are, because I'm not trying to get canceled. But, um, no, I mean, but, I mean, I'm joking. But, you know, just, you know, know your audience. I think there's a... a- but also try yeah, to. Yeah, I think it's grow. important to help people grow <laughs> and help people realize. I don't know. I think it's interesting that a lot of people have mis misguided notions about their audience, and so they think, "Hey, my audience is all is is monolithic," and so if we include yeah. a certain style of design, a certain uh, race of person a certain color or whatever in our designs, then that would turn people off or send them the wrong direction. But uh, a lot of times that's not the case. A lot of times, you know, they, they, you know, they're catering to a part of their, maybe it's just the vocal part of their audience that they're aware of, but there may be uh, another large portion of the audience that they may not be connecting with it as effectively because they don't even, they decided to, Seg- yeah, self segregate, or they don't acknowledge them yeah. at all. Like you I mean, like we talked about, like the whole Gucci thing. I don't, I don't, I don't look at Gucci ads at all. But the minute you throw Gucci in your Gucci, Gucci ad, you're doing a lot. Like that's gonna, that's gonna resonate yeah. with a lot of people who care about Gucci. So yeah, um, those type of things. If you Gucci. spend the time I'm to sorry. get to know your audience and stuff like that, then you can make the right choices in terms of. Uh, how you want to step out of the box that you've placed yourself in. Yeah. Good points. Well, um, we've got to go. And most people are, most people are too scared to say something. Yeah. Anyway, if you, put... <laughs> you know, let's put anything in there. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we both have meetings. Thanks so, for tuning um... in. Uh, Stay blackly black, black, black. If you're black, uh, stay safe. And don't do crackety crack, crack, crack. Slogan for you right there. Uh, I'm putting that on a t-shirt. So there's so many. Anyway, that's another episode. That's another topic. (laughs) So many new t-shirts coming out. Shade was telling me to design something. I'm just like, ah. I don't want to. Well, go back to our episode about capitalizing on, on pain. Yeah, uh, if I came up with something really good, I would. That came from the heart, but like, I just oh, the world doesn't need more T-shirts. Not now. No. 
All right. Well, unless it's uh, good. Anyway, we already have enough t-shirts yeah. on our website at. Uh, Speaking of t-shirts, <laughs> if you go to alienmuffin.com and go to their shop, we have a, a t-shirts that are available if you're interested in them, and they're nice t-shirts and not uh, associated with any of the mess that's going on now. Just look up hashtag blackity black black. Nah, not on that. Uh, but thanks, thanks everyone for tuning in. Uh, we appreciate it. Be safe. Wash your hands. Uh, wash your elbows. Hide your kids. Your hide your wife. Wash your hands. You should wash your mouth. Wash your mouth. Anyway, anyway whatever. Bye. Bye.